Hello, everybody. Thanks again for joining us for another edition of SpinCast here at Stay Plugged In. Joining me today from South Carolina, I've got Matthew Wilkes, the head coach over at Lander University. How are you doing today? Doing good. How about you? Hanging in there, taking it one day at a time. I think most of us are, so, but uh, I'm doing okay. So appreciate you asking. Um, let's just jump right into it. Matthew, if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get into esports? When, why, how, et cetera? Uh, and then also, how did that lead to a career opportunity as the coach over at Lander? So, yeah, I'll start it with Lander introducing the esports team back in my freshman year of college. And then I got excited because I was a Dota player back in the day. And then the League of Legends team, I was like, oh, I never played League of Legends. Crap. Uh, I got to learn. So I joined the team as a substitute with, uh, and I took a really, really kin with a Chinese player. And he sat down, coached me one-on-one -on -one sessions, and I really enjoyed the game. After two years of being a player on the team, I dropped out of college, did my freelancing part because I was diamond at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was able to reach out there, be a freelance coach, which is uh, like semi-professional to those who don't understand what freelancing is. Um, so like small teams who get together, do tournaments on weekends, those kind of deals. Like I was working with those teams and getting paid to work with those teams. Nice. And then I started reaching out to Dr. Yarbrough and letting him know, this is what I've been doing. I work with your team already. Is there a chance that we can sit down and discuss arrangements for me to become the coach? And he was getting excited. He loved the idea. He loved the fact that he already knew me from being on the original Lander esports team. Mm -hmm. So he understood my character and got out there and was like, hey, we can give you a chance. Just show me what you got. And that's where I'm at now. Awesome. 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 So sounds like League of Legends is one of the games you play there. Are there any other titles that uh, Lander offers as well or no? Pretty much League of Legends right uh, now. This year, League of Legends, but next year I'm uh, opening up Overwatch, Hearthstone, Rocket League. Hearthstone, Rocket League. Where's the fourth one? I don't know. Ooh. I know I want to try to do Apex in the spring, Wait. but I got to work around it a little bit more. Gotcha, gotcha, cool. Because I know there's a collegiate scene for it, but I'm not for sure how established it is. Right. Right. Well, that's interesting. You bring that up. It seems like there's so many different opportunities depending upon the college you go to. Some are very specific to one or two titles. Some may have four. And there's clubs that say, hey, if you play a game, show up, bring your PC. We'll have a social time with it and kind of go from there. Tell me the atmosphere at Lander in respect to your team currently. Are you just, because again, everyone's a little different. Is it more of a, hey, come in, let's be social, let's game? Or is it, hey, we're we're going to compete. We want to, we want to win some things here. I would say it's like more an in-between, right? Because like we have those times where, Hey, let's be a social group. Let's, let's do things. But we also have moments where we're like, Hey, we got to sit back. We got to learn some things. We got to compete. We got to become an actual team mm -hmm. instead of like social environment. So it's like, get to know how to play both roles. I suppose, because I want the family aspect there. And I want to have fun while doing it, but also want to learn and become the best that we can be. Right. Right. 
just like any sport, if you think about it traditionally, right? You're going to have fun off the field, on the field, together as a group, as a team. But at the end of the day, you want to put your best foot forward and compete. And that comes in through hard work, certainly. So um, talk a little bit about, excuse me, a little bit about some of the competitions you have had in the past. Where are they held? Is it mostly online? Or do you, do you travel to other schools? Or how does that work? So... Lander so far have been within the Peach Belt Conference, which actually Lander hosts the uh, championships for League of Legends. So it's all like the playoffs are all on site, but the season's online. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. And how long does the season go? The season lasts two to three months, depending on how they arrange it. Like the uh, conference arranges the conference. Like, the playoffs and the season themselves. Got it. Who's your biggest competition or your rival right now? Uh, Florida. Wow, UF. Got it. Well, Florida Southern. Florida Southern? Yeah, Florida Southern. Got it, got it, got it. Awesome. Uh, who has the upper hand in that rivalry? They do. Ah, uh, got it. Well, you they're, know. they're a well-established program, but they've had about three or four more years than us as far as having a head coach and reaching out and having a bunch of scholarships already available. This year, I'm just now getting to that point. So them having three or four years advanced program than us, sure. they have the team and the player base. They have the routine down. Yes. Yet I'm still establishing that as we speak. Yeah. And that's true of a number of schools in this space. You, you find that people are just getting involved, you know, just kind of starting to come around to it because it is such a wide space and every school is learning more and more and more as they develop and try to hone in on how they want to shape up their program to be. So um, you mentioned you'll have a numerous amount of additional titles as you move forward. Mm -hmm. How does that process work when people come into school? How do you um, advertise? How do you recruit? How do you get people to come on board? So there's a couple of ways you could also like advertise to the student base. Obviously mm -hmm. you could reach out to local high schools, which this semester has been really difficult with the COVID-19 situation. Sure. Uh, there's also circuits out there, which is on GYO.gg and some other websites where they do circuits where players will actually go to gaming stores or online with their profiles. And then, their games will be like their data in their games be sent to the online profile that they have yes. and you can actually view it and then reach out to them give them offers and everything else nice now is lander currently a school that offers scholarships yes awesome can you talk a little bit about that so right now lander is willing to offer five dorm grants for 2500 a year Nice. And then I am planning on offering 10 scholarships for, for 900 a year right now. That's great. That's great. Now, you're here in South Carolina. How vast is the reach in terms of playing? Do you play typically just teams within the Southeast or do you scrim against other teams on the other coast? How, how does it work for you on a day-to-day? -day? So the season's basically – Mainly in the Southeast. We do have one Hawaiian team within the conference. But, yeah, I was surprised whenever they joined the conference because I was like, man, their time zone is completely off. <laughs> but 
since I've gotten to know a lot of people in a lot of colleges, we do scrum across the country and sometimes even across the world because I, I did have our team scrum a Korean team. Nice. Nice. Now, night and day, from my understanding, uh, in terms of how the U.S., for example, looks at esports here versus Korea. Do you agree with that? It's vastly different. Why would you say that is? In Korea, uh, esports has been established for many, many years back in StarCraft, and it's became a tradition even over in Korea. As far as they've gotten in-depth into it, where... In America, or in the U.S., football stars is what most people idolize. Sure. In Korea, it's more so of, hey, it's Faker. Hey, uh, it's uh, Sim Jong, or I can't say it correctly. My apologies. But um, the top laner over there. Yeah. And it's those, those people are their idols. Right, right. So different perspective altogether. Yeah, it's a completely different world. Because I guess it's been there for 15 to 20 years with StarCraft. Mm -hmm. Back in the original StarCraft, that's whenever esports there blossomed. Got it. Got it, got it. And I, as I can see with the numbers of growth uh, here in the United States, year after year after year, in the esports world, if you will, not that we're headed directly in that same pathway because we have so many different traditional sports, but we're certainly growing as a community and in terms of awareness surrounding esports. If you could fast forward Lander's program, say five years from now, how would you like to see that kind of shape up and um, what would it look like for you? Five years from now, I would hopefully have a little bit more like a bigger facility and have like designated times mm -hmm. for the esports team to go in there and reserve like reserve the facility as we have right now because i know some programs have like actual esports arenas yes. that's something that i would also like to invest now i'm not saying that that's all going to happen because it's something i would like to happen sure sure I think, but go ahead. Five years from now, a lot could change. It's going to be a, like esports is so dynamic and so, so changing day by day mm -hmm. that you could have one team or like one game come in one day and next year it just won't even be around anymore. It's like uh, Heroes of the Storm was such a, uh, like a popular thing for a year. Yep. We don't even hear about it anymore. Right, right. Understood. And that can vary and that can change and that control certainly lies in the publisher. But I do believe uh, arenas on campuses and things like that is gaining more and more traction. So hopefully we'll see things like that as we continue to progress as well. So, but uh, we are actually just about up on time as we uh, wind this spin cast down. So I'm going to ask one last question for you. When you're looking to continue to establish your program, is there anything in particular you can give in terms of advice to high school kids that are looking at Lander in terms of what you're looking for and what they can get out of your esports program? So the biggest thing I'm looking for as far as like recruiting goes would be like character. Great. Like how can you manage feedback? Because at the end of the day, if I sit down and coach you and you're going to argue back and not take feedback accordingly and you're going to argue with your teammates about this and 
the word would be stubborn. Mm -hmm. if, if at the end of the day you're stubborn about how you receive the game and how you perceive the game themselves, that's something that I dislike. I would rather have discussions because esports is basically like a uh, a complicated chess game. Right. So there's many different viewpoints you can view things and have educational discussions instead of just arguing and placing blame on others. Right. So those characteristics and like character in general is something I look for more than skill. Nice. I'm trying to remember the second part of the question. What do the students look forward to potentially getting out of your esports program? So the biggest thing that that I'm really, really happy about as far as Landers eSports program is that a lot of times whenever players come through, even I am an example, mm -hmm. we stick together. Like this has became like a traditional sport as far as like the family goes. Mm -hmm. Like we keep house, we keep on talking and it's became like a close knit group. Right. Even if we don't like each other, like we have different, backgrounds you know like sure. we have the jocks we have the nerds we have a couple of other groups right so at i just like the family that we have and like even retired people who've already gotten jobs and already out there in the field they'll come in ever so often just to say hey nice. they'll check things up and really really have a close-knit family that's, that's something I'm, I'm really happy about yeah that's why at the earlier when we talked about like if it's competitive and social i would rather just have it a family and then like be competitive while we're doing it yeah no doubt that's that's great to hear just from a community perspective being able to be so close-knit obviously bringing in students on board they, they feel like they probably fit right in which is awesome so yeah well, Matthew, again, we are up on time, but I appreciate you coming on. Hopefully our audience got to learn a little bit more about Lander University, obviously about what you guys are doing there and obviously where you're headed. Sounds like you got some really neat things coming up, especially with so many more games coming on board for your next season. You're going to be busy. It's going to be a, a lot busy because <laughs> I'm the only coach. Okay. So having four, four different games and having to learn four, four different things at once. Yeah. It's Good. going to be uh, juggling. Good stuff, right? Sounds like you are the man for the job, though. So let's definitely touch base again, maybe in the fall, kind of see where you guys are progressing, how things are going. We'd love to get an update. And again, as usual, I sincerely do appreciate your time. Thank you for coming on Stay Plugged In and stay safe. All right. Thank you.